0: Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, the fall will be here before you know it, and the temperatures will start to drop and get a little bit cooler. So swing on by Leon Tailoring to get you something warm that will not burn a hole in your pocket. Maybe it's a nice little bit of a heavier jacket or maybe a heavier blouse or skirt, or no matter what it is, maybe a nice sweater. No matter what it is, you can get it at Leon Taylor. You can get it ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made. Just go on in, tell them Abdul sent you, and they'll take care of you, and they'll be happy to do it as well. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, the housing market seemed to have slowed down a little bit uh, due to the economy, but how much has it slowed down? Well, join us uh, in studio is our good friend Mark Fisher, the head of Indiana Realtors. Uh, Mark, my friend, how's it going? It's going great. How are you, Abdul? Uh,
1: doing fine. So how is the housing market doing these days? Yeah, the housing market in Indiana remains really strong. Uh, we're about 4.5% off uh, year over year, but we're still very strong uh, as a state and industry as a whole.
0: Uh, what's, uh, what do you contribute to that, to that slight decline?
1: Well, there's a lot of uncertainty out there. You certainly have uh, interest rates and mortgage rates are going up. Uh, people have a lot of questions of whether we're entering a recession or whether we're not. Uh, we're also coming off of really historic uh, you know, years in 2020 and 2021. And so uh, when those are kind of anomalous... Uh, we're, I think we're actually coming more uh, towards reality, a little bit more balanced market, a rational market, but uh, still very, very strong.
0: Because um, I know, uh, when you and I actually talked about this a while back, uh, there were some s- sort of supply chain issues out there with, you know, whether, whether finding you know, plumbing, lumber, you name which sort of which sort of led to sort of the, the price of homes like, sort of skyrocketing.
1: Right. So, uh, you know, we had a lot of demand. Um, people were working from home. Uh, they were thinking about moving, uh, and that led to a lot of pent-up demand but a constrained uh, supply and so we are starting to see that supply come into a little bit of balance but that is current supply long term we really do need to be thinking about inventory Uh, if we're going to continue to grow as a state we need to make sure that we have the houses for people to move to one of our strengths as a state is our affordability our high quality of life with our our low cost of living but that really is threatened long term if we don't really get ahead of that supply issue
0: when we talk about uh, Indiana and home affordability, uh, are we talking about you know just communities themselves or are we talking about actual homes themselves being sort of being affordable and low cost of living, so to
1: speak? Well, we have made a, I, I, I'd say it's a little bit of both, right? Okay. We've made a long term policy decision to continue to uh, promote home ownership. Uh, home ownership has a lot of socioeconomic uh, benefits. And so we've made a policy decision with our property tax caps that reward home ownership. Uh, And that is a strength that we continue to see uh, for Indiana as we compete for talent, which that talent is really driving that economy.
0: Yeah, because it's interesting, because uh, I remember having a conversation uh, with our friends, uh, Matt Greller and Jennifer Simmons over at at, at Association of Indiana Municipalities, saying this this is sort of not your father's economic development anymore. It's like people want to move, they want to live somewhere and then find a job where they live, not necessarily Find a job and then move, then live
1: there. Right, and and with remote work now, or you know, uh, hybrid schedules, people can uh, really determine where they want to live because they're often working from their home as well. So I think that there's great opportunity for communities across the state to really embrace the remote work uh, and and uh, maybe create communities that people want to live. That it's a different lifestyle that they're offering. Uh, People don't have to be tethered to those large markets anymore.
0: Uh, Speaking of. people working from home, Uh, have you guys noticed uh, in the the change in in, in home sales, has it been mostly primarily new sales or is it sort of existing home sales? How how has that sort of worked out? Plus, also, because I'm thinking, like, hey, if I going to work from home, you know, I'm home all
1: day. Hey, what could really use to remodel that spare room over there? Right. Uh, You know, a lot of it's going to be existing home sales. Uh, We really support bringing more inventory into the market uh, with new home construction sales. Those have started to, or new home starts have started to lag a little bit. Um, and really to get ahead of, you know, as, as our economy starts to pick up, inflation starts to, to come down, uh, we need to make sure that we don't take our eye off the ball. And that is to deliver more inventory, more housing. Uh, that is really what's going to get, uh, make sure that we get ahead and stay ahead of the, the, these huge price increases that we've seen year after year over year. Our guest on the program today is our good friend Mark Fisher
0: uh, with the Indiana Realtors. Uh, those are the home folks uh, here in Indiana. So We just talked about sort of the housing
1: market. Things have slowed down a bit, but nothing, uh, Mark, would say nothing to really be concerned about just yet? No, no, no. So while we're 4.5% down year over year, we actually saw uh, August, that was a little bit uh, stronger than July. Um, homes are still selling for 99% of the asking price. The average day on market uh, has gone from 42 to 44 So. Uh, we're not seeing these huge swings, these wild swings that you may see. Uh, these coast-based narratives that we have about housing markets or these really hot markets, um, we, we just don't see that in Indiana. And so we see more stable markets, and that's showing in our data. Has there
0: been any place in Indiana, in particular, that is uh, either sped
1: up or slowed down
0: uh, quite a bit? Because obviously we have you know rural areas, suburban areas, you know, urban urban. You're, you're a young, sophisticated, young, sophisticated urbanite, <laughs> like you do it in a place like this.
1: <laughs> uh, certainly, the uh, Northeast Indiana has been very strong. Central Indiana, those metropolitan areas are going to be very strong. Uh, nothing is off um, at, at a pace where we're overly concerned about it. But- As those communities uh, continue to look at ways to attract jobs, they need to make sure that they are staying ahead of their housing stock because, you know, uh, houses where jobs go to sleep at night. And so people, uh, as we're attracting more uh, people to our our communities, we need to make sure that we're offering the housing stock and housing typology that uh, they really uh, demand.
0: I remember uh, when was this? Back in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight, uh, when we had sort of the, the the economic sort of almost sort of meltdown, the, the worst economic thing since the Great Depression. I know some of that had to do with housing and people sort of you know buying a home the way you buy a stereo, no money down, you know, right, and, yeah. and all that, and people and the, and the builders were doing the financing, and it, it, it ended up causing a whole bunch of problems down the road. Please tell me we're not going to repeat that again. So
1: what we're seeing is actually a reverse of that, um, where we probably had. Um, Maybe overbuilding or um, lax finance you know, rules around underwriting for mortgages, and so those have really been tightened up since the uh, the Great Recession. So you're not going to see the same type of lending that you saw before. Uh, but we really haven't built a lot of houses uh, since that decade, in that past decade, we haven't seen a working or a sorry, we haven't seen a year of year inventory increase since 2014, and we've added about 300,000 people to the state. So we actually have the reverse problem, and if we don't really think about inventory long term, that is going to be the big challenge. Affordability, locking people out of, uh, you know, especially people first-time homebuyers, locking them out of home ownership. If you have a whole generation that may not see uh, home ownership as attainable, that becomes kind of an existential threat for our, our the big policy decisions we've made as a state.
0: How is uh, life in Indiana for first-time homebuyers these days?
1: This is it good, bad, easy? You know, I, I think that there are a lot of different lending products out there. Uh, I, I've seen banks start to uh, roll out more lending products with uh, less down payment. And so there are a lot of programs out there. I, I don't think that the demand side is really our, our issue. It's really that supply constraint and, and where the homes are being built. Um, uh, new permit or home starts are down about 30% last month. Because of those you have supply chain constraints, you have... Um, uh, labor constraints the, the home builders are really challenged to deliver a lot of product um, and, and equally distribute that across the state and so we want to look at ways that we can uh, look at those pinch points that are, are inhibiting builders from delivering more product and and find ways to to really help them uh, and help these communities think more strategically and maybe more creatively about how they're delivering some of that housing stock
0: our guest in' today is our good friend Mark Fisher, of the Indiana Realtors talking about uh sort of Indiana's sort of housing uh situation. Things have slowed down quite a bit uh but not as bad as it, uh, not as bad as it possibly could be, so we're sort of trying to talk to mark to figure out uh, what's going on uh mark any place uh where a home has slowed down that's sort of maybe not necessarily a major concern but at least on on the realtors radar screens
1: I think uh you know the the thing about real estate is they say it's location 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 it's really. Uh, I, I just challenge everybody not to look at aggregate numbers. Uh, we've got a great data set that, that we uh, push out every month, and it's really based off of location. So, you know, you can, we have statewide numbers, we have national numbers. Uh, we we try to really break it down by the locality, by county, by our, one of our local associations to tell a better story what's happening across the state. Uh, so, what's happening here in Marion County in particular? Sure. Uh, in central Indiana, um, Finished about 10 and a half points uh, below August of 2021. Uh, the re- surrounding counties in general, uh, it's all about 9.8%. So the surrounding counties, Marion County, are, are really on par with each other. Uh, but we have seen started to see a dip. But um, that could be people that have uh, chosen not to put their home on the market right away. Um because of the, the kind of the pullback in demand. It could be people are, are evaluating. There's a lot of fluctuation in the mortgage rates. So they want to time both the the time that they put their house on the market and timing buying a home uh, a little bit more strategically. It's not just that frenetic pace that we saw in the summer months and in, in, in 2021.
0: And what's in, uh, in the information, uh, Chris, your spokesperson over uh, East Central Indiana has experienced the largest year-to-day decline in both sales and listings. So what's What's going on in East Central Indiana? Because I figured people would be moving there because it's close to Illinois, which has legal pot, so you'd have to drive as far to go pick up your stuff and bring it back. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That would be West Central <laughs> Indiana, I believe.
1: Uh, <laughs> if my geography... If well, but you said too much, I'm a, I'm a, sorry, of, you too much
0: of the product this weekend. Yeah. My bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think that that is a... Uh, it's a sign that the supply constraints, the inventory constraints, um, the, the market isn't there, that the right house just might not be there for that consumer, and so... Uh, the consumer is uh and then if you see that that demand pullback uh those sellers may not be as eager to put their house on the market without uh more certainty of when they're going to sell their house how quickly they can sell the house and and uh you know what will they get as, in relation to their asking price again statewide we're looking at 99 uh asking price versus 100 percent a year ago uh
0: mark Fisher with us for a few more minutes on the program today um uh, so uh where, where's the the downward trend going to have the biggest impact on house inventory? Where's that going to take place, or, or is it just like well, again, just like, look at the, get look at, the, say, from the big picture, not
1: from any one particular area? It it really depends on a lot of it's going to be those demographic shifts, you know, kind of long term. Where are people moving? Where are they moving from, uh, and then where are they moving to, and can uh, those communities absorb the new residents? Um, what about uh, assessed valuation? Because remember we had a conversation. Or the of people get in their property tax bills, they're yep. like, holy crap. I'm like, well, it's your, your home value is going up too. Well, the home value, yeah, we have a market-based system for assessments. Um, and while people may have gotten a shock uh, from their assessment, uh, that is a reflection of, of how wild the market has been. The market has been wild because we have fewer houses on the market. And so fewer houses mean more people are competing for those houses driving up the cost and so again long term we need to be thinking about inventory while we have seen uh, a you know, kind of a leveling off of prices maybe even a little price dip um, long term those prices will continue to increase maybe not as a at, at a, a pace that they were you know 19 year-over-year um, but we will not get our you know our arms fully wrapped around these rapid price increases if we don't think about inventory long-term.
0: Uh, final question for you, my friend. Uh, when you look at uh, what's going on in the state of Indiana with workforce development-related uh, issues, uh, with education-related issues, how does housing fit into all this in the in the big picture of Indiana?
1: Yeah. Uh, our national economist likes to say, no houses, no people, no jobs. Um, that's something that we're certainly interested in, and, and helping uh, the economic development professionals understand the role housing plays. Uh, I'm sure if you talk to the folks at the IEDC or some of our local economic development organizations, housing will be a number one concern. If they're going to bring a company to a community, can they absorb the new workers? Where, if not, where are the workers going to come from? And then how long term does that stunt or support an economic development effort? If, if a, a company is going to locate here and they say, you know, we love your tax climate. We love your regulations. Your infrastructure is great. School systems, you've got a high quality of life. but You literally cannot absorb the people we we can't find the people here because you don't have the houses for them that long term will be a challenge so that'll be a a critical issue that we're going to look at Uh, the legislature created a a housing task force that'll meet uh, starting later this month uh, and then we'll go into october really looking at how do we address the supply side a lot of discussions have been on the demand side how do we help people with uh, down payment assistance how do we help them with rental assistance how do we help them with programmatic um, uh, ideas to help them get into a home but if there are no homes for them to get into that is the challenge that we're trying to address with this housing task force.
0: I lied that wasn't my last question. This is my, <laughs> this is my second to last question. Where do you build in Indiana? Because obviously we've got lots of farmland here but you don't want urban sprawl All over the place, either. So I think
1: it's a it's it's a mix of new construction, uh, rehabilitation, infill development. I think we need to be looking. And by the way, that's at all price points. We we can't just focus on the starter home or that first home. Uh, We need to be looking at delivering housing at all price points. We need to look at multifamily. Um, You know, kind of from our perspective, we promote home ownership, but good renters make good homeowners, right? And so uh, we need to be delivering. All types of inventory uh, to get to get ahead of this issue long term.
0: So you need some Illinois Avenue homes, some Marvin Gardens homes, and a couple of
1: Connecticut, and maybe one or two Baltic Avenues. It, you know, <laughs> it, you talk to the, the builders. One of their biggest challenges isn't just supply constraints and labor constraints. It's it's really do they have the lots? Can they develop lots? Can local governments approve new developments? Can they think about their zoning? Looking at density, looking at allowing stuff like ADUs, the grant, the, the, you know, the mother in law flats, the granny flats, right? Um, we need to be thinking about delivering higher density uh, where appropriate. We need to be thinking about new developments, but also a lot of infill and rehabs. So, about tiny homes, or do you guys fall into that category? We need inventory <laughs> of all ties at all income and price levels. All right. Well, I guess I missed anything? Anything I've. Leave no.
0: you want to include? All right, very right. right, cool. Our guest in the program day has been our good friend Mark Fisher. Uh, Mark is the head of Indiana Realtors. Can uh, kind of talk about sort of the, the housing market and what's been going on and what we can expect. Uh, we'll have to come back and talk to you later later this year about uh, sort of what recommendations the housing task force has come up with. Oh, by the way, you guys got a
1: legislative agenda yet? We will. Uh, we're waiting for the housing task force. We do expect that this task force will come up with a series of recommendations. Again, a menu of options that the legislature can can consider. Um, to help communities really think about delivering more inventory. So we're going to w- wait and let that uh, that housing task force play out. We're going to have an active role in it. But once those uh, recommendations come on board, you can you can bet we're going to be pushing those recommendations at the General Assembly.
0: All right. Mark Fisher, Indiana Realtors, Mark, friend. Always good to talk to you, buddy. Thanks for coming by today. Thank you, sir.